When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to a new episode of Lather Talk, and I'm your host John, aka Lather Hog. My co-host Gerard is with me. Hey, Gerard. Hey, good to be back. And our guest for today is a friend of the show. Um, you ha- might have heard him in previous episodes, but he hasn't been on this season yet. It's none other than our friend Ross McBee, aka Nova Shaves, on Instagram and some other places. What's up, Ross? Thanks for joining us tonight. How's it going? Yep, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And because, you know, Gerard, Ross, and I, we chat in outside the podcast fairly regularly. Um, we just kind of launched into conversation today. So I'm not sure in the post-production how much of our pre-intro chat will remain. But that's a little, a little peek into, you know, we have let our hair down, as it were. <laughs> and, and just chat about life, but also chat about shaving. Um, uh, definitely the shaving parts should be left in there. But uh, one big, uh, this episode will be fairly loose and free, but there's one one topic we might as well start, start out on. And it's kind of the reason um, we specifically asked Ross, because this is a definitely a thing where hobbyists, if you've been, you know, I'll say a, a year plus, I think you might have come across this, but it's basically what happens when the thrill is gone and this and this can be for any hobby but because this is a wet shaving podcast that's the you know that's the subject we're talking about and um i I think it's best probably to kind of ross let you tell your story so um i'm not sure if if you kind of want to just bring us in the past like it might might even be the past year or two right where it's like uh wherever you want to start where kind of the chasing right of or or maybe even just like keeping up with like what's coming up like kind of slowed down to a trickle and i remember when we were talking about it and you were kind of just letting a beard grow at one point (laughs) Mm. (laughs) uh, but just you know for our listeners who for those especially who might be right now like oh maybe they're not as infatuated with the hobby i think we'd love to hear your story today right well i think ironically it may have coincided with the start of COVID, um, you know, that, that really, uh, I mean, for me personally, it, it didn't have too much of an impact initially. Um, you know, I think we've all been affected by COVID in, in our own way. Um, but you know, for me, something around that point, it just kind of slowed down. It just, it wasn't really anything in particular that I feel like kind of trickled, uh, or, or led to that, um, I guess, uh, impact, but, that's just kind of how it played out. And then really more so in 2021, in which 2021 was a different story. Um, the end of last summer, I was very near unemployment. So um, that was, you know, uh, pretty, pretty alarming for me and um, a big point in life and priorities were certainly different at that time. Um, and it just from really, it was kind of at that point that I really kind of feel like, um, 
I don't want to necessarily say that thrill was gone. It's just that things just kind of naturally uh, just digressed and, and just went in a different direction than it normally had been. Okay. So, you know, back in the fall, um, like you mentioned, I had actually, I had started toying around with growing a beard, which I've actually done plenty of times in the past. Um, it's, it's just nice. It kind of just is different. I like to switch it up every now and then, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like life to get too complacent. Uh, so, you know, I, I started growing it in, I want to say mid to late October. And then um, I was actually, you know, I was maintaining it pretty well. And, you know, I was still trying to use the product that I had every now and then to keep it shaped up and, and looking clean and, and nice. And yeah, so um, yeah, you know, I, back in late February, I just kind of woke up one day and I just felt like it was time for it to go. And so, you know, the, that four months of growth was gone in about 15 seconds once I took some clippers to it. But, um, you know, I had some fun along the way. I, I did leave the stash temporarily. And, um, you know, I, I took some pictures just to post, just to, mm-hmm. just, just to get a, a rise <laughs> out of people. And, you know, I, I figured I would get laughs if nothing else. But a lot of people seem to have really enjoyed the stash and thought I should have kept it. So, you know, uh, maybe I'll, I'll try it again sometime in the future. We'll post pictures of the stash on the, on the video portion of this oh yeah i'll have to get that photo. You, you could have you could you could have used that thing to balance on a tightrope you know what i mean that thing that thing was magnificent yeah i mean I, i'm telling I, I think i've mentioned it maybe in some of my reviews too but like my mustache area in particular like my my facial hair is already thick as it is but my mustache is like the thickest part by far so it when it fills in it fills in good so it's uh it is definitely nice and full but I, I got to a point too, where, you know, I, I could take wax to it and, and give it a nice curl. And I probably oh. should have done that before I took it all the way down. But, um, I, I joked around with my wife, you know, when I had the the beard and she was not a fan of, you know, the, the wax and, and the curl and all that, but, you know, she's usually not a fan of facial hair anyway, but, uh, she, ironically, she told me after the fact that the beard was starting to to grow on her, which, you know, <laughs> insert dad joke, you know, but, um, yeah, she, uh, she told me that and I was, I was really surprised. So I guess, uh, in the future, if I grow it, then I don't have to worry about any moans and groans from her. I, more dad jokes for, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> What well, you always have next, like next winter, right? Like it, maybe bring it back, or bring back the beard, or just bring back the stash. I I thought you pulled off the stash very well as as well, so I'll I'll vouch for that. That's what she said. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and the the thing too, you know, I've actually tried to grow just the mustache by itself before, and it yeah. does not look nearly as good in the early stages. So yeah. I definitely think it's better to just grow out the whole beard first and then take it down okay so that's uh that that's likely what will happen again is i'll just i'll grow it all out and then uh once i take it down we'll see how the stash is how how were your sons what was their reaction to uh to the the facial hair um they complain more early on you know if i like (laughs) give them a hug or something you know like oh you're scratchy which ironically is you know now that i'm back to shaving more regularly they still you know if i don't shave after like a day or or two that you know they're complaining about it but um they they definitely had some comments on the stash more than anything and then um you know i didn't tell them when i was taking it down so 
you know, I'd left the stash initially and they just, they looked a little puzzled and then just started <laughs> laughing and yeah, they, they got a kick out of it. That looks stupid, daddy. <laughs> well, it's funny enough. Um, when I, back in 2020, when I had grown it out, um, the, the first time that I, when I actually took it down, my dog didn't recognize me. Oh. And so she, she, she just was like barking at me, which, uh, as you guys know but for those that don't i i have a great dane and so she's she's got kind of that loud just it, it can mm. pierce your ears you know once once she really um you know lays into uh lays into you so she's just sitting there just looking at me and just just barking at me like i was some stranger took a little while for her to realize like yeah it's it's just me <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, th- thanks for kind of you bringing us on that on that journey, and I, I think uh, I-, I I really it really stood out to me like when the the, the financial factor because uh, you know it, it's kind of that whole time was kind of a blur anyway because you know we're we're talking throughout that, but that that's such an important thing to to mention and. It's like a good reason because we we uh, I think last episode when we, we were talking to um, Todd and Andy from Take Care Men, we we're joking around about budget free uh, you know um, buying freezes and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to like yeah you know like job stability and just like other ch- you know just other changes maybe medical bills and whatnot. I mean that's a very real re- real reason to take a break, take a step back. So. Um, I don't. Know. I just just want to just want to acknowledge that, and, and and you know, thanks for thanks for mentioning that. I think sometimes, even when that stuff happens, some people don't know when to pump the brakes. So, yeah, I think our... in in a in a way, we've all kind of seen it. Um, you know, in, in our time in the hobby, you know, people that come and go, or people that, yeah, you know, are really going balls to the wall in, in the early stages, and then it just like it just kind of hits them and you know, then they're pumping the brakes. And I mean, it's our hobby is no different than any other hobby, um, yeah. you know, in that sense. And it's just, there, there's definitely just the awareness factor and just kind of being cognizant of it and staying within your means and also just knowing when maybe it's time to decompress, you know, another, another part of it, you know, that, that was just kind of a, just a little bit of, you know, the last couple of years, but, you know, I think going into COVID too, um, and, and at the start of it, I kind of noticed a little bit of what I would deem a little bit of toxicity throughout the community too, which is mm. not how, you know, I've really known it to be, uh, since I started. And so that, you know, in a way was a little bit deflating and it kind of took me away from, you know, some of the social media groups that you know, I'd been a part of. And, you know, even over the last couple of years, I've, I've kind of found myself slowly removing myself from certain groups and, um, you know, it just kind of centralizing my focus on certain ones that I, I feel like um, I don't want to say align with my views per se. It's it's not really that at all, but just that that are a little bit more mellow. You know, I need mm-hmm. I need mellow and, and more chill in my life than anything. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, the world is Amen. just it's it's Amen too chaotic out there. Right. Like there's just. Yeah you don't want to have to deal with that stuff, you know, outside of, you know, your day to day, it's, you know, it's all over the news. It's, it's all around us. But so, you know, when, when we come into this realm of wet shaving, this is supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to be kind of our, our getaway, our escape. 
And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of, that, that's my view on the hobby at this point. Absolutely. It's, it's sometimes, uh, you know, we, we, a lot of us, I don't want to say forget why we do this, but, you know, once we kind of remember, we, but just for like the, the kind of the, the therapeutic aspect of it, or, you know, the, the general, maybe having to take a photo for the shave of the day or maybe having to post it to all of the social media things and or having to to talk about it with other people sometimes you just want to shave you know and and i can definitely relate to that and uh um i don't post all of my you know my shaves you know you know as much as i used to um you know and and it's not that like it's a lot of work but you just don't want it to be a chore, even if it's a, a minuscule thing, you know, because then it becomes like this, you know, burden that I think, uh, you, you know, I don't want to look at it as as a negative. So yeah. sometimes I'll just enjoy what I do or enjoy what I use. And and that's it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I shaved with it. Like, you know, um, you had just uh, went on and uh, went, you know, went live prior to this uh and and stuff like that and um i caught it and it was just like oh he used uh he used nordost i used nordost but i didn't take a photo and i and i feel fine <laughs> you know like, like yeah like about it yeah that's kind of the direction i went um i didn't post nearly as much in 2020 or 2021 um and i was kind of in the same boat i felt the same way you know like i could just enjoy this Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline but I don't have to feel like I'm obligated to, to post this. Um, I can just go on with my day, be happy with my shave. I got my, you know, 10, 15 minutes of therapy in and you just kind of move along. Not getting enough drama, talking smack or hooligan hijinks from your regular forums, social media or Reddit. Well, the lather talk discord is not for you. Sorry to disappoint, but if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with fellow traditional shaving degenerates, come on down to the Lather Talk Discord. Share your shave of the days, mail calls, or talk about your favorite hardware or software and just about everything in between. Once again, that's Lather Talk Discord. Check out the link below. What what has 2022 looked like as far as... Uh, being a hobbyist do you do you think and it even kind of like um i think you started a new job anyway and things were uh things are more financially stable when you kind of re-entered right what what did that look like as far as like were certain parts of shaving no longer interesting or um you know anything anything like that yeah it's it's kind of been interesting because um you know i I still don't necessarily, it's not like I have that immediate need to, you know, sort of chase anything again. Um, I've still, 
even though I haven't been posting or as active like myself, I've still kind of been following people that makes any sense you know like obviously mm-hmm. I, I still chat with you all often I still chat with plenty of other guys um, in the community uh, that I've gotten to know over the years that I've become friends with and um, you know that in that sense it, it really nothing's changed and um, you know I, I still I still check Instagram and Facebook every now and then and and um, you know see see what's coming out you know what artisans are putting out what new stuff it's because that that never ends that's always a an endless cycle so um you know it i've still kept up with it in a way but i haven't felt that need to be like oh well you know this is coming out now i'm gonna go ahead and grab this and um you know i think one of the people i have to blame with that is is shane from blackland um (laughs) Because, you know, I, I know we've had this discussion at nauseum, but <laughs> the the Blackbird Titanium has literally for the last like three years made me not want to pick up any other razor. It's so hard to get myself to use any other razor that I've owned. And um, it's, it's really just the one razor I feel like I could use for the rest of my life and I will be perfectly happy with it. Um. So, you know, it's, it's things like that. It's kind of knowing as well, what works for me and what I've just really been enjoying and can't seem to get myself away from. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've found, you know, I'm content with it. It, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see all these other things out there. And there's a lot of, you know, especially on the software side, you know, that things come out all the time and artisans are still trying to push the boundaries with, you know, performance and with, with fragrancing and um you know it's it's good to see and i know that there's um there's still a lot of excitement around that um it just i I think maybe at this point i'm just i'm more selective now um yeah and you know that that's okay i can you know i'm I'm okay with it any any uh thoughts or opinions as far as um kind of the the like everything you know Everything in general. We were, to, we were just talking about gas prices before you know, before this. Like everything's gotten more expensive, right? But in particular, um, COVID directly COVID related or not, like you know, like hand tied brushes, even like um, what, what do you call it? like custom straight razors, and you know, more, more high end uh, de razors, like all of it, right? It's probably like, mm-hmm. like you know, fifty hundred dollars plus, like on top of whatever we were seeing just a few years ago. Right. Um, do you think uh, just what's your opinion on all of that i mean it's it it's kind of expected um mm. i there's really no way to get away from it uh at this point and who knows when things will normalize again or if they'll ever come back down to what we have been used to and i guess what we you know looking back we were all kind of spoiled by at this point um it, it's it's tough to say i mean there's you know it, it it goes back to the discussion of like you know what is you know what's your budget what's what is within your means what are mm-hmm. you comfortable willing to to pay um for x product um i you know it it's become more alarming i think over the last few months too like going into 2022 that's really from what I've seen, you know, around the hobby, that's really what's, you know, the prices have been going up significantly and, 
it's definitely kind of made me step back and say, wow, like this is, <laughs> this is getting, it's crazy. I get it. It's, yeah. you know, some of these, it's not really, it's not on these artisans. Um, it's, it's the fault is not on, on their side. It's just the, you know, there's just a lot of limitations right now. And, um, and then just, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these products, they just, all everything's inflated right now. So it's, it's, it's tough to put any blame on them because it's just, it's happening around the world. But, um, right. you know, at the end of the day, it's really what's ever within your needs and what you're, what you're comfortable, um, you know, paying for and, and getting for yourself. Awesome. I know, Jared, I mean, we haven't directly I don't know, tackled that um, question head on. So I'd love to hear you know, your, your thoughts if you'd like to share, just like seeing the, the price creep or just, you know, um, whatever the price hikes. I mean, it's like that everywhere, right? You know, groceries, gas, um, you know, it, I, I joked with people um, when Dollar Tree announced that they would be no longer just Dollar Tree, they would be Dollar Twenty Five Tree, right? And people are like, oh, it's just a quarter, and I'm just like, that's true, but that's a twenty five percent increase <laughs> in all of their goods, and it's not like my it's not like my paycheck has increased twenty five percent, you know. And, but like all these little things are just coming up. And I, I think for a lot of people um, and, you know, finances or whatever aside, right? Like, you know, for, for, for us, at least us three in the hobby, you know, uh, we very much like um, this is very much a luxury for us, you know, to be able to, to get a lot of, you know, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some people that just aren't able to do that. Right? And that's fine too. So I think, uh, I mean, it's, Am I keeping an eye out on, um, you know, am I more selective? Sort of, but I think maybe it's not so much a reason as of just the, uh, it's just the economy, you know, uh, as of late, sure. as it is just, I've just kind of gotten a lot and I got rid of some stuff, but I've replenished that with quite a lot that I probably should be using. And then in last year, uh, or maybe more in 2020, I was doing it for a while, um, but I was trying to just go one soap a week, you know, just to, mm-hmm. just to like use it during the work week. Um, and then maybe use new stuff or samples over the weekends and stuff like that. And then I got off of that, uh, track, uh, you know, but it's definitely something I should probably take a look at again, you know, mm-hmm. just to be able to get through product and stuff like that. And then it'll also kind of make me rethink everything, um, you know, do I need to keep all this stuff or can I, can I get rid of a few things and, and, you know, open up, not necessarily open up some space for, for more stuff, just not hoard so much. Um, but, but going back to the topic of, of increased prices, I, I'm not, uh, not, not that I want to dwell on this too much, but just to say my piece, I think it, this time, you know, uh, as uh, supply chain, re- you know, for the, for those reasons, but on the hardware side for um, razors and definitely for brushes, I, uh, I always had a fuzzy idea what my cap was. Uh, and 
uh, and this is no shade to decoration in particular, but that's someone who I enjoy their their work on brushes, who ties a mean knot. But um, in my eyes, who bought them fairly infrequently, and a lot of times uh, I got them used. I, I got one from Ross, actually. <laughs> so I think but a, a beautiful uh, Nebula brush was awesome. Uh, but it went from like something that was uh, t- about $280 USD new to... Oh, just over, I think, $400 new now. And it's like, that quickly... So, so at, at the time of recording, my hard stop is like, I would say anything like 300 and above. It's like 299 is... I'll consider it if it's a good brush. But as soon as it like goes up that $1 to 300 I'm like, this is just not cool for, for me, for my spending. Uh, sorry, Jared, go ahead. I mean, as a caveat, like I'll say knotting service is available from sure. scott and 28 millimeter knotting service is 184 bucks yes you can get other much cheaper options as well but it's not 405 dollars, and it's for you <laughs> you know if you if, if you want you know yeah and i'm 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 okay with that. just saying yeah, yeah, and that that option is is totally okay. But when like the total a total brush, right? When it goes like just in my head, that, that, like I I firmly put my foot down uh, <laughs> on that. And in general, like uh, this past year, I kind of cool cooled it off with brushes, and and then Paul over at Trotter Handcraft started making beautiful brushes, and I have two now. I think I'll have a third one soon. So, <laughs> so like, um, but. It's it's within you know, but budget wise, it's it's definitely you know within means. Um, so you know the hobby hobbyist sickness is still there, <laughs> but but just I know my limits. I guess it is it, what I say. And all all this discussion is to go to I don't talk about financial responsibility. Not to say that it's a blanket term for everyone, but that I know uh, with Gerard and Russ, I know when I talk to them about gear, it's the gear I like. Um, they're also very good people that uh, kind of have a level head on and they're like, should you like, and you know, because they know other life stuff going on. And I think I can trust them to be like, John, that's not a good idea right now. And, <laughs> or, you know, jump on the bandwagon and, and, and just, and root, root, root me on if it's a good decision. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, Unless you've been the Powerball. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've been Powerball or mega millions, you know, you know, at that, you know, in, in that point, uh, then then who cares about <laughs> about those choices but other than that yeah i mean you know uh if if it's uh if being resp- you know financially responsible means not spending money on a $100 brush that's one if it means not spending money on a $40 brush that's mm-hmm. that's one thing of course right and that, that's what i mean it's not a blank it, it, the numbers i give are just like my very real numbers and I don't expect, I don't hold someone else, even the two other guys on the show today, uh, their upper limits are, might be totally different, higher, lower, whatever. And, and it's okay. If there's like, there's no judgment there, but all, all that's to say the price hikes, like, okay, like I, I kind of have a more firm idea. Like, okay, that anything over that, my brain just shits off. So <laughs> it is pretty amazing when you, when you kind of get, you know, when you have your back against the wall and yeah. you're kind of forced to to make the decision and and something like this happens, you do kind of quickly figure out, you know, like what your cap is. I, I've, I've found myself in the same boat at times. I'm like, what am I, what am I really willing to spend? And then if you see a number, like you just, 
you it kind of hits, you kind of clicks and, um, and you yeah. figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, totally. But I, I do want to say, I, I'll go back to Gerard's point about the nodding service real quick. Mm. Um, now, and, and this isn't just with declaration, but I, I obviously declaration is probably the most well-known amongst, you know, the listeners, but you know, when you, when you get a declaration brush though, and, and say, you know, whether or not it's nodding service or like full on declaration brush at any point when you're getting it, are you thinking about the resale value of it? Is that rhetorical or, or do you want um, to answer? No, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, I mean, I, I think it's kind of a valid question because, yeah. you know, the, the way that people flip stuff and, and not even just like flip, but just even part with, you know, with, with their brushes, razors, you name it these days. I mean, a lot of, I feel like the, the purchase, you know, the, and, and the purpose behind it is because you kind of know what it's valued at and what it would resell for like uh, declarations. I mean, I've, I've seen them out there, especially the more recent ones at, you know, the price point that John has mentioned, and they don't seem to have any problem selling for the same price. But, you know, if you have, you know, uh, a, a declaration knotted brush, but it's in a, someone else's handle doesn't seem to quite hold as much weight for resale value. And, I tend to notice them stick around out there for a little bit longer. So I don't know. No, I think, I think that's a great point because there's certain commodities or, you know, whatever collectibles you can buy. And sure. In the back of your head, you're like, if I don't love it, right. Like what can I get for it? And I, I think we, we do need to acknowledge that like many other things where there's like a specialty market for, there are specifically declaration grooming, uh, brush collectors and mm. you know there's definitely a network in the past when it was a drop style right you would sometimes just buy a brush and then it became trade bait or you could sell it for the practically the same amount um i, I would say now that it's like a, was it like a sign-up system i I'm, I'm blanking a little bit it changed where how it used to be how it is right now pre-order pre-order there's pre-order yeah yeah no so so there's it's sometimes a combo of a drop and then as well as a pre-order system of some other um pores dependent like the drop will be usually a new handle um a new resin pour yeah and then the pre-order will be for existing ones you know in the past okay so like you'll open it up like to x amount of spots like okay this it'll open up this day and then like 15 spots or whatever um so so all that's to say availability i know in this past year has has kind of um they, they become more available and i think the, the secondary market i think we talked about this at some point where brushes yeah, i haven't the, seen nearly as many people complain about it yeah about the about drop style so i noticed on the bst though that the declaration brushes like nowadays in the past few months they linger longer because more supply is there and that, that's great right like where people want to grab one there is and i think the prices on the secondary market have lowered as well so all that's to say if any listeners out there were have been looking to try try one uh maybe keep your eye out on the secondary market i think it's a pretty good time i don't know if like this is kind of just where it ended up but you know the conversation ended up right 
but I mean, I remember one of our first conversation was was about like brushes and you know like you know ultra premium uh, luxury brushes and what. And then there is you know I, maybe we didn't mention it then, but you know it's almost like oh someone will just buy it and then they'll just flip it you know for like fifty bucks, a hundred bucks more, whatever. You know they'll buy it for two fifty, two eighty, and they'll sell it for three fifty, three eighty. And we're just like man. And then you know what? What was the price point to where people will not flip it? Yeah, and I think we're there. You know, because you know I'm not seeing necessarily these handles going. You know, being bought at they're they're hundred five dollars, and I'm not seeing them being sold for four twenty five, four fifty, five hundred because no one's doing that. Yeah, it's true at all. Um, if anything, they're buy, buying it either at cost or a little bit below because just yep. it's just that's it you know and um you know yeah maybe maybe scott has done himself a favor you know in in that sense um should probably ask him you know uh, if 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 um and i don't know if he did that just because of you know the the flipping issue um you know but i wouldn't be surprised if it was but uh but yeah i mean it, it seems to have leveled off, you know, um, as far as uh, his brushes mm-hmm. are concerned. As far as like other luxury brushes, I feel like they've they've kind of sold around the same thing. They, they're not really selling for an incredibly, you know, big amount more than they have been. But yeah, yeah I, I think we're just yeah. stage where 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 it's gonna be. It, it it is where it is. I don't see it going anymore you know, than, than what it's currently priced at. Yeah. That, that's very true. I, I will say, I, I think I, I have seen, cause it depends like who is like, who's the new hotness as far as like, you know, each category. And in that hand tying, I'm thinking like Wald is up there now. Cause of, again, it's drop style. It's coming from Germany. Um, it's definitely unique. I know it's, it's kind of polarizing the, um, the, the handle shape, but, I will vouch for it. I thought it was kind of weird. The, 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 the Nimbus or <laughs> I forget the Nimbus Nimbus. Yes. Uh, and then um, now I'm just thinking about Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> like uh, the, the Nimbus shape, it looks, looked a little funny first, but like in hand, man, it, 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 it's super comfortable. But I think those, you know, those have um, uh, kind of had that effect where they're going over selling, uh, sorry, over retail price be- just because, more everyone wants to try them and there's there's none to be had so fly in demand right yeah i it's it is it is economics and i I know sometimes i don't know there's some conversations where people want to blame the artisan um uh or acknowledgement that like if people wouldn't pay that price we wouldn't you know you couldn't ask for that price on the secondary market but sometimes we when yeah you're you're making something good and something everyone wants that's just how economics work i (laughs) it's just how i see it But but yeah, like like in five years, what's it gonna be like? You know, are are like black badgers or pure badgers? You know, like are they gonna go away completely? Are they gonna be you know as cheap as anything else? You know, is is the market gonna you know bring the prices down on some of these things? Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of a curious thing. You know, maybe maybe we should like do a you know like a time machine 
or a time capsule left is right like 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 you know where we kind of maybe make our thoughts right here and then who knows oh. where we'll be at in five years you mean like like but, predictions you want some predictions yeah just a general prediction on on on, on mm. something like the brush market right okay hmm i'm, I'm thinking that's <laughs> so don't, don't mind don't mind me i don't i mean i don't know I don't know if I had mentioned it the, on the episode where we had talked about, you know, like declaration and brushes specifically, but um, I mean, I, I think I've always had the mindset, especially over the last few years where I, I felt like it, especially in brush making, it would be much harder to, to break out just because of, you know, artisans like declaration um you know chisel and how now um a lot of these sort of like staples i think you know like soap making it it's i feel like that's also really difficult to get into just because there's so many artisans now but it seems mm -hmm. like there's been an avenue there's still been new ones popping up here and there fairly often but you know mm -hmm. like what john mentioned earlier like trotter you know i i hadn't heard of trotter until like two months ago if that and um it seems like Trotter has really caught on with some folks. It's, you know, it seems like um, another more like budget friendly option and somebody that has, you know, come up with a design that appeals to people. Yeah. I think that's like in my mind, that's what makes brush making just so hard to get into because I, it, at some point you're going to run out of shapes that, you know, are uh, that, that, that are feel comfortable that, are aesthetically pleasing and that really kind of hit that combination of what people are looking for. And so I, I feel like, you know, it's gotta be really hard. And even, you know, I, I think that'd be my prediction. I, I just don't see many new brush makers popping up in the next five years, unless, you know, somebody now decides to, to close up shop and mm. make way for somebody else to kind of uh, take their place. But it's, it's gotta be really hard. So, I mean, kudos to whoever is trying to get into brush making and go big. Cause I, I just feel like it's, uh, it's gotta be really difficult. Like when you have something as almost subject subjective as taste, right. Um, you know, like there's some things that are, I don't want to say universally, you know, like liked, but there are just some that are, you know, like there's a higher percentage of things that are more aesthetically pleasing, you know, in terms of their looks for people, the, there are some that are not. so if you're like a new brush maker like you have to you know kind of really look at those things and understand those things rather than say oh i just feel like i'm gonna pour some you know resin and, and start making some things you know um using I'll, I'll use someone like like vald you know uh even though we haven't discussed anything with them like everything he he's done has been super deliberate right um the first shape the strato shape you know, came out, then he's done the Nimbus, you know, those are the only two shapes he does, uh, you know, uh, super like big, you know, like, um, quality control, you know, in terms of, in terms of like his, his stuff. So like kudos to him and, and, and doing that. Um, I don't think everyone has that like same, like super, you know, tight, uh, vision on, 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 on that aspect of the hobby. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm trying to see like where I want to go for prediction wise, because uh, 
I do know um, uh, for those who might not be familiar with what the uh, to stick with brush making, what that supply chain looks like. You know, um, where the three of us are here in the in the U.S. and there's plenty of people who might try their hand at turning a knot. Uh, sorry, turn, turning a knot. That's good. That's the bourbon talking. Uh, turning a brush handle and, you know, getting uh, the resins, whether they're getting something that's pre-made or pouring one themselves, right? Uh, if you have a little bit of workspace, you could do it on as a, as a side hustle or even just as a little fun, creative exercise. But then once you want to start selling them, right, you need to hook up and get some knots for it. And that usually means going to China. Uh, and going through one of the one of what three or four distributors, right? But um, and then that's that's the way it's been. Whether you're in the U.S., whether you're in Europe, wherever you got, you still got to go to China to get the, the sourcing um, for your knot hair. Whether you tie it yourself, whether you get a pre-made knot, and we've seen a lot of imp- we've talked about those improvements on what knots are available. But what I see, you know, what a lot of people have observed is they've gotten wise and we have, they have social media as well and are paying attention to what the hobby is like. And that includes what kind of pores there's that, um, what do you call it? Like the resin wood combos, right? Um, certain shapes and stuff. And sometimes it's ruffled feathers. Sometimes people have to say, Hey, that's uh, that looks like my work you're trying to copy there. Um, and, and these are things that can't be copyrighted. It's kind of just like a gentleman's agreement kind of thing. Like, Right, you know, like you, you don't, you don't try to like directly rip off of something, and that, but there's nothing like legally st- stopping them. So, um, given that you can observe, but then if you have the people, like Gerard was saying, the, the people that have, like, hey, let's um, have some laser focus to it, right? And then can we combine a few elements and make something of our own? I, I see more of those kind of like really attractive brushes. Um, they obviously have a direct source to the, you know, to, to the knots and then they can price it lower. So I, I like I, that doesn't I don't like that prediction because it's not good for many of the brush makers that we know and love uh, here in the States. But I, I, you know, that's why I see inevitably happening because it's already started. Um, and, and yeah, so that's my I don't know. If that's like a Debbie Downer prediction. <laughs> More more brushes from China that you're gonna. So like. you're saying buy AliExpress, uh, buy stock in AliExpress. A buy stock. In, <laughs> uh, I, I guess so. I mean, uh, it's hard to it's hard to say because in the back of my head, I'm like, depends with how what does the uh, global economy look like at that point. But well, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think uh, like anything else competition is always going to come up so you know there will be places that are you know mainstays um and you know should things kind of continue the way they are they're gonna they're they're gonna stick around right but um yeah if you're buying like you said you know uh, outside of any political embargoes and 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 sanctions and and what and whatnot that would prevent uh, items from from you know making its way over here or you know greatly basically making it a a true like black market experience to where you know like (laughs) nothing is getting over here you know uh you know uh and and stuff like that yeah i mean let's does this it's a possibility that um no i i I think uh i think things will continue to be competitive i i 
you know, five years ago compared to now, it just seems like, you know, what were the top shaving brushes around, right? Like, was it just like, like a Simpsons, you know, like was it a Simpsons, you know, chubby three or like a Manchurian or, or something along those lines. And then now you have, you know, declaration, you have, you know, uh, varlet, you have bald, you have, um, you have like in terms of hand tides, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, you have uh, turn and shave, uh, you have like a few others. Um, gold, I believe it's just gold, dry gold. Yeah. Um, and then, um, at least here in the U.S. But I mean, is it gonna? Is there gonna be a new knot shape? You know, it seems like twenty-six to twenty-eight millimeter fans are the thing. Are we gonna? Go, are we gonna go back to bulbs? You know, is is it gonna be the the? Is it is the beehive gonna bounce back? You know, I'm sure you'd love that, John. Oh, I don't. I don't hate the beehive. You mean like for the handle shape? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You're on live. I, I I get it. <laughs> I don't hate the beehive. There's, um, other, there's other shapes I hate more. You know, <laughs> or 21 millimeter. You know, are we gonna go smaller again? Are we yeah. gonna? You know, is is the wee Scott gonna become a thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Is is the demand for the wee Scott gonna go through the roof? The wee Scott, I think, is what. 14 millimeters 14 yeah i have i have it millimeters. oh is it 14, 14. oh my mm-hmm. god yeah so i don't know i i i feel in in i've i've asked this question with friends as far as like something like cell phones go right um i was talking with one of my buddies and and we wanted you know maybe like six or seven years ago we're just like we want a phone with like high definition screens basically 4k cameras um you know super like fast you know, like da- data speeds whatnot and we're there now like we're here you know like we have like the biggest thing that most places are doing is like high refresh rate screens but now like what are top of the line cell phones going to look in in 10 years from now mm-hmm. i don't even know and i feel like it's kind of the same thing you know in in, in, in the shaving hobby I, I don't i don't think i know and if if I try to make any predictions, I, I'm probably going to be wrong. <laughs> well, Ross, uh, thank you. This conversation went everywhere, but I, I, it's it, it, it's a lot of fun just talking about stuff that's you know the, the state of things right now. Of course, we talked about brushes when we didn't even mean to, but <laughs> you know, th- thanks for sh- especially the thanks for sharing kind of just like what. Um, as a hobbyist, what that, you know, what that time has looked like these past few years, I'm sure that's probably going to jive with other listeners out there. So we really appreciate your time. Uh, and, and just th- thanks again for coming on today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, I, I always feel like, you know, things could change, you know, who knows, maybe I'll deep dive back into things at some point, but yeah, you know, yeah, things are, things are fluid, but, um, yeah. you know, one thing's for certain. I mean, the hobby is not going away and I still enjoy shaving. So, yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. I always enjoy uh, talking with you guys. We'll try to time it so the next time you're on the show, um, which would probably be season four, that you have the beard or the mustache. I, th- I think we have no, to time it. No, no. YouTube live shave off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, we can we can try for that. Or or IG live shave off or whatever shave shave off live, well, live shave it off. This can the way we record this can go live. So we we certainly if Ross is up for that that that'd be something fun to do. Yeah, we, we'll we, see. Yeah, we, I, I, sure. We, we would be like um, 
uh, we could be like Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan and and be <laughs> calling the calling what the will match. We stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jump through God. the glass. Can you believe it? He tried to escape. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess I have to be Bob. I, I have to be the heel commentator in that case. Uh, I'll have to go watch some videos. Give me a few months' notice, and uh, that way. Yeah, yeah. Can... Oh no, no. I mean, you got to grow the the, the visual here, right? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll work our schedule around whenever that time comes again. For you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> awesome, and George, of course, thank you um, for lending us your time. We know you have a little one screaming right now, so uh, it's a good time to sign off. But okay, I think I, I think he's good. Okay. <laughs> we had to let him out of the cage or something you know <laughs> thank you as always jar is a good father i i just want to vouch for for him <laughs> before we sign off but uh listeners thank you so much uh for tuning in to... come by yet this year yes yes <laughs> listeners thanks for tuning in to today's episode i know we're a bit all over the place but hopefully the conversation was just as fun to listen to uh as much as we had having it uh, you can find all the socials for myself for gerard and ross in the show notes we, we are instagram where you can find us on, on other places but um yeah so thank you again and we'll catch you next time take care well guys that wraps up another episode of lather talk i just want to thank our good friend ross again for coming onto the show just having casual conversation over some glasses of whiskey we hope that you guys had a good time listening in because we kind of went all over the place but i think that's the benefit of having a guest on uh that's really just another one of the boys you get a looser freer exchange of ideas and these kind of episodes are just fun to record and hopefully that translates into a fun listening experience as well. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Also, a big thank you to our supporters over on Patreon. If you guys have the means and would like to support the show, please check out the Ladder Talk Patreon. And you can get access to bonus content, behind the scenes footage, and other benefits for signing up. Some other ways to support the show... You can leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, or if you're watching us on YouTube, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. We hope to catch you next time. Take care.